Welcome to Taking Back Birth, a podcast for women who know the truth about birth and those who want to explore the path of radical birth love. I'm your host, Marin Green. Taking Back Birth celebrates the power you have to make decisions in alignment with your own truth. Decisions not subject to anyone else's authority. Decisions that create experiences that will change your life. Taking Back Birth is a production of the Indie Birth Private Contract Association and IndieBirth.org. No material on this podcast should be considered medical advice. Birth is not a medical event. Welcome to Podcast Monday. Today is going to be slightly different. I'm going to record a pretty short podcast for women that are local to me here in the Kentucky area who are curious about midwifery services and working with me one-on-one. Every now and then I redo or refresh what I call the pre-consultation process. So this might be useful or interesting just to some of you other folks out there and or midwives, doulas, student midwives, etc. I firmly believe that there is a midwife for every woman. However, the process of finding a midwife, asking questions, all of this can be more complicated at times than I think it needs to be. So on my end, I have come up with a process over the years, and the pre-consultation process is where this podcast is going to go. So I ask women that request information on midwifery services to please listen to this podcast and you'll know. You'll know if it resonates, you'll know if it feels right or sounds like something you want to explore, or if it is not something that sounds right. And either way is fine. It just allows us, uh, the midwives and also the women, to save ourselves time and effort. So the pre-consultation process is this, listening and kind of weighing how you feel and what you think about what I share. And then if this sounds just great to you, you're welcome to be in touch. And we will talk about next steps for an in-person consultation here at my office. I want this to be as succinct as possible, but also sometimes (sighs) I get carried away, as you'll hear, I'm sure. I wanted to talk today about my own beliefs about birth, which I don't think have changed too heavily over the years, but there are definitely parts that feel more important lately. I've narrowed it down to five somehow, again, to keep this brief and to just give someone a taste of what working with me, of what midwifery care with me would feel like. So I'm going to dive right in. Five beliefs I have about birth and more specifically, the entire process, the pregnancy, the labor process, the birth process, the afterbirth process, and of course, our mothering. The beliefs hold true for all stages of this place in our lives that's really very special and sacred. Number one, I believe that pregnancy and birth are ceremonies. Birth is a rite of passage in a woman's life. It is not treated with nearly enough respect and reverence in mainstream culture, as we well know. It is an initiation, and by that I mean a process by which we go through. It may be difficult, it may be challenging, it may be intense, 
It may be easy, but in any case, we are changed as a result. That is an initiation. Birth changes us whether we like it or not. I love to talk about the blood mysteries. We have many blood mysteries throughout our lives as women. The first is when we are born to our mothers. This is the first rite of passage we experience in life. The second is our first menstrual cycle. The third is our first sexual experience. The fourth is the birth or births of our own children. The fifth is menopause. And the sixth is death. I highlight these rites of passage because A, they're not really talked about and honored in our culture, and B, because whatever emotions, whatever thoughts, feelings, experiences we bring to one rite of passage, we seem to bring to the rest unless we make conscious changes. All is to say that most women in our culture, for example, maybe had a really uncomfortable or not memorable or scary experience with their first menstrual cycle until we're able to look at that and honor it and process it even years later we will bring that same energy to our birth experience this is all to say that these experiences are deep opportunities in our lives And this is regardless of people's religious beliefs, whether or not they consider themselves spiritual. This is simply fact in being human. And it includes the physical reality. So yes, our bodies go through physical changes during these rites of passage, but also our minds, our spirits. I do not care or have a preference where people are coming from with their own beliefs, religions, spiritualities. I feel really open to that. And I've had the honor over 15 years of attending births to have attended, let's see, um, devout Christians, to have attended people of the Jewish faith, to have attended people of the Native American faith, to have supported people in the ayahuasca church, to have supported people in the Hindu faith, and to have supported people in the Vedic faith. I'm sure there are more. And my point is, I, as a midwife, assume the role of space protector. And whatever your beliefs are, are mine for the time that I'm with you. So if birth is a ceremony, if your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum are sacred rites of passage, it's however that needs to look for you. I offer guidance through meditation, prayer, blessings, and different ceremonies for supporting the rite of passage, that being the most important thing I'm interested in. So if you believe that pregnancy and birth are times of sacred transformation, then we're on the same page. Belief number two, midwifery is not a subset of the medical profession. Hmm. Midwives have existed forever for as long as we have record in biblical times. And I'm sure before 
midwives have always been the space holders, the healers, and the protectors of the space for birth and death. Nowadays, we live in a culture where midwifery has become part of the medical system in many cases. We have nurse midwives that work at a hospital, which is definitely the medical profession. We even have licensed midwives who are often, not always, often trained and practice in a way that supports the medical profession. I highly disagree. And that can be confusing because I think people don't quite understand this version of midwifery that isn't black or white. The version that I love, that I teach, and that I attempt to put out into the world the best I can is one of holding space for the woman. Pregnancy and birth are natural states of being. This is just how our human bodies were made. And midwives have always been there to witness women in this transformation. Midwives have in the past been wise, intuitive, and trained. So I don't see a conflict between having knowledge and having skills as a midwife, but not being sold out to the government or the medical profession. I am considered a traditional midwife here in Kentucky. I do not hold a license, nor would I aspire to. I don't believe that midwifery should be under um, governmental regulation. And as a woman, as a woman that has birthed 10 plus babies, I myself have always and would always want a wise sister to be with me, someone that I could trust, someone that I could rely on if I needed anything, but not someone that would take away from the experience with her own fear or obligation. This is the kind of midwifery I offer. Belief number three is a continuation of sorts, but midwifery care, as I demonstrate it, is a collaborative relationship with you, the woman, who is at the absolute center of her spiral. This is not a power dynamic. So many women have been harmed or traumatized by the medicalized system or medicalized midwifery, and they have this idea that someone knows more than them, knows more than them about their baby, about their pregnancy. And if someone is stuck in that paradigm, if they really want to believe that there is an authority in their own experience, then I am not the midwife for them. I support full autonomy, your full autonomy in your experience. And I encourage you, I more than encourage you, I implore you to take ownership of this experience and not let anyone act like or tell you that they know better. Truly, even with years of experience and learning and education, I do not know better for you. I am there as a resource. I am there as a holder of space. I am there as someone that can answer questions or share experience. But at the end of the day, midwifery care is about you being in the center, calling the shots, resting assured that if I have limits, if I have boundaries, if my intuition is telling me this or that, I will certainly share that with you. But I trust women. I trust women wholeheartedly, especially the women that choose me and I choose them to work together. There is a deep trust and not a power dynamic over their care. 
everything is your choice. And that is that. The fourth belief I have about birth is really about life, but I thought I'd throw it in there because birth is life. Birth is just a place in life where we do something really miraculous as women. We grow people inside of us and they come out. It's absolutely still such a crazy mystery after all these years. So to me, um, everything is love. Everything is love in birth. And I say that to pose it against this idea that birth is fearful. We can only have one. We pick love or we pick fear. There is no way to live with both of those things. And because there's already so much fear around pregnancy, am I eating the right things? Am I eating the wrong things? What am I doing to harm my baby? Are my values on my lab work high enough? There's so much external pressure to be scared that I just won't play into it. And I won't encourage you as a woman that I work with to play into it. Pregnancy and birth and mothering can be based on love. It doesn't mean we don't have hard moments, but we can base our foundational beliefs on love and trust and the original blueprint of being human, which we know how to do. Trauma and fear do come up. That is definitely something I address and support in my midwifery care. But we can't wallow in it. We have to use our old experiences to learn and to grow and to shape our future. Everything we do and everything we work on is from a place of our own perfection. We're already perfect. There's nothing wrong with what we're doing. And if we're having issues, maybe physically, or we're having trouble connection uh, with connection to our babies, it is inherently perfect, especially if we dig a little deeper and see what's under there. So um, there isn't a formula for a perfect pregnancy and birth. But if we can focus on love and respect and trust, that will help so much. The last belief I have about birth, keeping this very brief as I promised, everything you need is inside of you. I don't care if you've never birthed before. I don't care if you've had several traumatic births and you feel completely disempowered. I will hold the space. I will support your knowing. And your knowing is somewhere that comes from deep inside your soul. Intellectual knowledge, although we have birth courses um, and many podcasts out there teaching, intellectual knowledge is not the primary way to get a better birth. We can't get what we want that way. We can learn, but it has to stimulate something inside of us that reminds us that this is soul work. Being pregnant, especially in these times, birthing and mothering in these times is because our souls were called to do it and the babies were also called to be here. So I believe that this is the work of pregnancy, not learning about dilation or, um, you know, anything textbook. Sure, it can be okay. It can be good for your brain to feel some comfort with that information. But I only work with people that want to do this soul work and they have a willingness to do the work. 
No one else can do it for you. No matter how much I support, no matter no matter how much I have experienced or I know in my own life, um, this is your path. And I know for a lot of women, this isn't the right match. It can be super scary to feel that responsibility of, wow, like this isn't just having a baby physically. This is way more than that. And I can or I cannot participate in it to that degree. So again, from my perspective, a midwife is only a guide, a space holder, and a protector of ceremony. Something that comes up a lot with the women I work with uh, is just something really human. When we are in our own depths of the soul, We can't always see what we need to see. It's just the way humans are. We have blind spots. So another primary role of midwifery care in this model is to support your emotional and spiritual growth from a perspective that you just can't have on your own. That's something I really, really, really love about being a midwife, actually. Uh, The physical part to being pregnant and birthing is also fascinating. Uh, There is so much to know. I love showing women this um, physical education, how their babies are laying in their bodies, what the heart rate sounds like with a fetoscope, measuring bellies with uh, measuring tape. There's so many fun parts to this physical experience of pregnancy. So I don't mean to um, disregard that. It's just not to me the most important part. So uh, I hope that gives you some more information about the way I work here and what I feel my role is and the kind of woman I love to work with. If you're local to me and you've requested this info, if this is something that really feels right to you and you'd love to meet in person, then I would too get in touch with me for more info on scheduling an in-person consult. As far as everybody else, uh, thanks for listening in. Thanks for peeking into this part of my world. I hope this was useful, interesting, and I hope everybody has a beautiful day. Thanks so much for listening.